0: Welcome to Mackey's World, the podcast. Yeah, that's Mackie. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So this is episode 15 uh, to Mackie's World, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I know with the first couple episodes, I guess 14 episodes, um, it's been a pretty straightforward format. Uh, if I don't have a guest, it's just me just talking, spinning some game, giving y'all facts. Um if I have a, a guest, it's like the guest is taking that journey with me. And, we're, and we learn a lot about that guest. But this episode is actually going to be structured uh, a tad bit different. Um, so I'm not going to do Mackie's music up front. Uh, that is because I actually have an interview that's going to be aired um, kind of after I do my spiel. So I am actually recording um, post-election week. Um, so I'm gonna have like my take on how that process went, and then um, at the end of that, then I'll, show, I'll then I'll give you guys that interview that I have with um, my brother. He's actually the, the special guest this week, so um, we have a we have a quick conversation about um, his modeling journey. Uh, he's an up and coming model um, slash actor. Uh, but you'll hear more about that as well, and he kind of gives like a a quick inside glimpse into uh, the process and how he 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 went about starting that journey. So uh, definitely a good um, interview there, and um, I know you guys are definitely gonna listen like, uh, excuse me, like that. Now on to this election week. So. Uh, this was weird, and I can't put my finger on. Well, I can put multiple fingers on why it was weird, but I, I want to just kind of give you a glimpse into like how I was thinking about this. So, um, I think voting is important first and foremost. Um, typically, I would say no matter the candidate, but um, this year was was a little bit different, you know. Uh, I do want to preface by saying that, um, you know. With this year's election, uh, it, it just didn't sit well with me. Um, a lot of different parts. It, it made me question a lot of people's morals and principles. Now, I do understand why people vote. They don't want to cross party lines. Uh, they want to run their political party no matter who the candidate is. And then sometimes just simply um, self interest. You no, know, voting is about self interest because it's, it's what can this person do for me. And I get that. But with certain people spewing certain rhetoric, um, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And um, I I just didn't agree with some stuff. It's like if you could turn a blind eye to bigotry, you know, being sexist and all of that stuff all in one, you know, it it definitely uh, scratches my head there. Um, 71 million people, you know, everyone has different variables, different reasons of why they voted for you know, certain people. Um, But hey, I'm looking from the sideline, just uh, definitely with my eyebrows raised, and I'm going to leave it um, at that. But um, I definitely had my eyes on this election more than I do, and and I hate to say this, but more than I did on past elections. Now, I was in high school, I think it was a sophomore, 2008, yeah, sophomore, when Barack Obama, the first black president, was elected. Now, I don't think I fully understood the magnitude of what was going on back in two thousand and eight. Uh, I I don't want to say my age. I don't think that played a factor at all. Um, I just didn't I didn't know how big that moment was. Um, and I know this might sound ignorant to say, but first black president. You know why didn't you have that, that joy or why weren't you super happy? And I don't know the answer. I was very happy. I thought it was a dope moment but again the magnitude of what was going on seeing um 43 white presidents before you know 44 and he he definitely changed the game it's like we took two steps forward and then when 45 came in it's like we took a lot of steps back now that we have Biden as president um i don't think he's a savior for the us But I'm hoping that we can start working towards moving forward again because there's a lot of division um, in the world. Now, hey, I'm no political analyst at all. I'm just a guy with the podcast talking and giving my two cents. And you're obviously want to listen to it, but I'm just giving my perspective on it. And um, again, I don't think Biden is the savior. Um, I think. He's going to help just because his cabinet is going to look like America. Um, I think that him uh, choosing Kamala Harris, sorry, Vice President Kamala Harris, was huge for him because that changes the game again. Obama changed it. First uh, black man to be president. Uh, Now we have Kamala Harris, first um, black woman of of South, South Asian descent being vice president. It shows people that hey representation matters and also you can do it too so um, I thought that was dope it was a dope moment but um, I know I'm kind of going all over the place here but this is how my mind was working when it came to this election because there's a lot of different moving parts here Um, I think it was interesting because in the past it's like you've always kind of found out who the new president was that same day. Because typically someone concedes, say, hey, um, I lost, you won. I know Hillary kind of stretched it out throughout the night back in 2016. Um, she got embarrassed as far as the electoral college votes goes. Um, Trump definitely ran up the score. He he won a lot of the battleground states. and um, Hey, uh, she took her L and I guess kept it pushing, but it took her a while to swallow that pill. Now, with this one, uh, we saw a change in how people voted, which was mail-in ballots. In Oregon, I feel like we've always had mail-in ballots. I don't like think this was anything new for us, so I'm kind of used to getting my ballot in the mail. I fill it out. I can return it to a, a USPS Dropbox or take it to a um, official ballot location. So I feel like that was nothing really new to me, per se. But um, I guess the world was up enormous about it. I guess you could say, quote-unquote, the right was up enormous about it because uh, Democrats um, did vote um, by mail at an astounding rate, and we did see that amongst the swing states. Um, yeah, with, like, Pennsylvania, Georgia, which shocked me, um, Ohio, Minnesota, sorry, Minnesota, <laughs> Ohio, um minneapolis uh wisconsin arizona uh, nevada like that's one thing i actually don't like about voting though is because every vote counts as we did see in this election but at the same time the electoral college is almost saying that certain states matter more and it definitely played out um this time around i think if it was a true democracy and again hey I am no political strategist. I am no political figure whatsoever. I'm just a man with a microphone speaking my two cents. I think that the popular vote should be the only thing that really mattered because that is a true democracy. Whoever gets the most votes wins. Uh, it, it should be as simple as that, but it's not like that. We have a complex system that I don't understand too uh, much about it. And again, I'm just a man with a microphone, um, and it doesn't really seem fair but um i was watching different news channels um i turned on fox hey i, I don't care if uh, well i well mm, I, it doesn't bother me too much that we have different opinions because i think it is good for me to hear um the other side because i don't want to just be stuck on um being fed or i guess being fed what I believe is to be true. I don't want someone to just reinforce that. I want to hear differing opinions so I can form my own opinion. And I think mo- I think more people should be doing that. But hey, that's not the world we live in. We we go on headlines. We we want to be um, we, we want to be told that we're all right. So if you believe a certain way, you're going to listen to news that that pretty much reinforces what you are to believe. But hey, um, I wanted to be a little bit different. I wanted to hear both sides of it. I, I heard both sides of the coin. Um, now I, I have to admit, it, I was a little lost on some parts with Fox News. So I'm like, did we hear the same debate? Are we watching the same thing? Like this makes no sense to me. But again, hey, I'm just a man with a microphone <laughs> with the podcast. So I'm just I'm just giving my two cents here, but uh, in my view in the world. But um, definitely interesting. Um, it took a week-ish to find out who the new president was, and I wasn't really used to that because I'm used to finding out after a day. But I guess it does take time to count uh, mail-in ballots. And also with these provisional balance, absentee ballots, it's like, uh, I have no idea what's going on. Then I didn't even really think about this, but uh, our troops overseas have to send in their ballots by mail. And it's like, that's not really top of mind when you find out typically same day who won the presidency. But this time it was like, it was a microscope on everything. Every, 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 every ballot was important here. And, uh, we did see that in those key battleground States. Um, I'm praying this never happened again because it was very stressful. Um, Hey, Either way, it was it was stressful, you know. On the right, the left, it doesn't really matter. Just as a consumer consuming news, it was stressful because you didn't know uh, how it was going to turn. Um, do I have faith in America? I don't know. Um, I think the ideas America has as far as justice for all and uh, peace. We're a long way from that, you know. Um, Again, I don't think Biden-Harris is going to be the savior for America. It takes all of us to come together and realize that um, not a lot separates us, but those key things that do separate us, you know, it it really drives a wrench in everything. And, you know, unfortunately, it it does suck, but I wish people um, would be more open because, hey, That's what makes us unique. We are all different. No one's going to think like you. No one's going to act like you. And ultimately, who are you to say that someone's wrong for living a certain lifestyle or being a certain color? Hey, just let that sink in for a bit. Um, That was my rant about uh, this uh, election. Again, um, my eyes were definitely glued to the table. But hey, those are my two cents on it. And, um, it was interesting for sure. And again, I just hope that we don't have to deal with this again because, uh, I don't want my blood pressure raising that high again. My heart can't take that, <laughs> but Hey, um, yeah, th- that's, that's that, um, there now I'm trying to find a way to transition this to the actual interview here. <laughs> and I guess this is just, uh, going to be it right here. So, um, coming up at the top of the hour. No. <laughs> uh coming up, you will hear um the interview with myself and my brother Rashad. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys um uh get something out of it. He drops some good gems about you know motivation and just living life. So um hey, hope you guys enjoy it. I'm glad to finally have you on here.
1: Yeah, mom's made me be on the show, so I have to accept <laughs>
0: That's actually um. not true, people, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm glad to finally have you on here. You've been a busy man in more ways than one. Um, before we jump into all of that, um, you know I have a segment called Mackey's Music, but I know that you're really into movies and TV shows, so instead of Mackie's Music for this week, I'm going to do Mackey's Movies, um, so give us like two movies that you'll recommend uh, to the people.
1: Oh, wow. Um, I was expecting to do music uh, movies off the top of the head Um, I'm a horror movie guy I'm big on horror movies and the last couple horror movies that I saw was the hunt and uh, the invisible man those two were pretty recent horror movies that I saw that I really recommend that people should check out
0: yeah I must say uh, I'm not really a horror movie kind of guy um, but Invisible Man, I, I must say, that actually was a pretty good film. Um, start to finish, it was definitely, had me on the edge of my seat, so I, I definitely liked that. So definitely a good recommendation. Um, yeah. You did mention that um, you like horror movies a lot. Any other genres you prefer, or I guess like?
1: Of course, uh, you know, the science fiction, you know, sci-fi, futuristic type stuff. i always a fan of that. You know, documentaries to see people's rise, people's come up, you know, how they manage to get where they're at. I always like to check out a good documentary. So I just stick to that path mostly.
0: Yeah, docs are good. And it's funny because, like, we're pretty much the exact opposite when it comes to, like, movie selection. Um, sci-fi, I'm not that big into. And horror, I try to stay away from that. So uh, <laughs> being raised in the same family and uh, just liking different types of things is <laughs> definitely funny there. Yeah, um, it is. Any good docs you've seen recently? I, I know I probably The the Last Dance, but any other ones?
1: No, The Last Dance. You know, I'm actually big on that. I'm still checking out episodes of The Last Dance. It was uh, very inspiring to see what Jordan went through, what he put on his shoulders, you know, not just on the court but off the court, you know. So that's really relating to and inspiring even in my own career path.
0: It's funny you mentioned Jordan because people... Um give Jordan a lot of a lot of flack saying like he's too hard on his players. Do you agree with that statement that he's too hard on people or that he's that he's not a nice guy or a nice teammate?
1: No, I don't agree with that. You know, he's the one of the best, you know. I know a LeBron, him or LeBron, who's the best? People go back and forth. In my eyes it's LeBron, but you know, people in the Jordan era Say that it was Jordan, but I don't think Jordan was too hard on his teammates. He was the best at that time, and you demand the best from your teammates. You don't sacrifice all that just so your teammates can be lousy, you know, when they're supposed to be their exactly. best. So I don't, I don't look at Jordan as uh, demanding too much or being too mean to his teammates or anything like that.
0: And just imagine what they what they probably went through off camera. You know, the camera only picked up a lot of, uh, you know, a little bit. But you know, off camera I'm sure he's probably worse than that. So Yeah, that's true. Probably people true. People want to complain, that's gonna happen. So you know, it kinda of is what it is. Um, I do want to circle back though, because you did mention that you prepare for music. Uh, what are two songs that's currently in your rotation right
1: now? Oh wow. Um a lot. Juice World is one of my top favorite artists along with Future, Lil' Uzi Vert. And they all just dropped some new projects in the recent months. Juice World, his whole album, whatever whatever song you want to pick from that album, Legends Never Die, that whole album is on repeat. Wishing Well is probably my favorite. You know, Life's a Mess, Bad Energy, whatever you want to pick, that whole album really knocks to me.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, again, <laughs> funny. I'm not a Juice World fan, group in the same household, but... <laughs> The music tastes are a little bit different. Um, I know you also like um, Queen and some other Queen. like uh, yeah, rock groups as well. My,
1: my favorite band of all time, Queen. Rami Malek, he uh, killed it as Freddie Mercury. So, uh, yeah, Queen is one of my favorite bands of all time.
0: Yeah, thanks for adding that, that extra um, movie piece in there too to kind of tie it all together. That's awesome. <laughs> um, now, let's just uh, go right along here. Uh, we talked about basketball um, a little bit, but let's just kind of jump into that. Um, thoughts on the NBA bubble?
1: Uh, I commend the NBA for putting that together. I read somewhere that they saved like $1.5 billion mm-hmm. in revenue by doing the bubble. So I commend uh, Adam Silver and everybody for doing that. You know, and the NBA can put together... With zero COVID positive tests, better than the American government can. So that's some problems there. Yes, but yes. Uh, overall, I feel like uh, the bubble was a success. You know, I don't look at the Lakers trophy as a Mickey Mouse trophy that I see that people are saying on the internet. No, no, although no. I, although I do hate the Lakers with a passion, you know, I still don't look at the trophy that they won as a Mickey Mouse award.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, I guess jumping back to the uh, the NBA in particular, um, they had a tough run this year, not only COVID, but remember begin, beginning of the season, uh, DR Mori's uh, comments about China, and China banned the NBA. So they lost a lot of money with China, too. Lost a lot of money with COVID. and I mean, to even bounce back like they did, it's impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch that... Uh... There were more in China one. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not a setup, so don't do that, cause uh, okay. I don't know much about that, and I don't yeah. want you to say anything, so it's all good.
1: I have I have an opinion on it, you know, but I don't want to rough some feathers. I don't know who'd be checking this stuff out. So
0: yeah, yeah, let's that. keep that offline. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but now the NFL is trying to play with COVID. Um, before we jump in NFL, I have to say the Cowboys are looking a little rough right now. Um. Oh, let's, not, let's
1: not talk about that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not it's it's sad right now for the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, you know, it's uh I couldn't even turn on the game today. I couldn't this leg. It's not even worth it. I don't even know if they up or not. I don't even know.
0: Yeah, and uh just for the the, the viewers out there, um right now it is Sunday as we're recording so NFL um Sunday games are on right now. But um But yeah, how do you think the NFL is doing so far with COVID? I mean, Cam Newton had COVID. He's seen the Titans have to shut down. Do you think they'll be able to finish the season successfully?
1: Yeah, you know, everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to make money. The NFL wants to put on games for their fan base. So no matter what, the whole whole team can get COVID. All 50-something players can get COVID. Mm -hmm. And they still, they'll push the game back a week or two, you know. So it doesn't matter who gets it when or where, they're going to finish
0: the season. Yeah, the NFL is a dirty game, honestly. Like, the NBA, I think if the NBA would have had had um, COVID cases, I think it would have been shut down. I mean, like, well, let me rephrase, if COVID was rampant in the bubble, they would have shut down. But I don't think the NFL, Roger Goodell, those owners, care enough about the well-being of their players to say, hey, let's stop this. I, I just don't yeah. see that. Exactly,
1: exactly. I agree.
0: Now, um, definitely some good talks with the NFL, you know NBA, and even just movies and music. Now I want to jump into your story, Um, but before I do that, um, how's it been during COVID for you?
1: It's been cool, you know. uh, Filming some shows when I can, going to photo shoots when I can, you know. When I get called to back to go to a gig or something, you know, everything's been cool. Just taking my time, quarantining at home.
0: So your journey is uh, definitely unique. I know a little bit more because, of course, I'm I'm your younger brother, but you actually went to school for for teaching.
1: Yeah, Talk about yeah. that
0: transition from from movies to teaching to actually doing run race shows and modeling.
1: Wow, you threw a lot at me. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah, keep up. So, so um. Yeah, I went to college, graduated, got my degree in social science. And then uh, I was an extra in a TV show. Like, I would do extra work as part as going to college. Like, my side hustle was just doing extra work. So I got hit up from this dude who was on set on Grimm, and he wanted me to be a part of a photo shoot. And I was like, sure. I didn't know what the photo shoot was about. Come to find out. It was the Just a Kid from shoot with uh, Derek Rose and Powerade. They all put a photo shoot together. Mm-hmm. And so that was cool. And ever since then, I've just been networking on set. You know, you meet people, and they call you for shoots and stuff. And it just grew from there, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that Just a Kid campaign with uh, Gatorade was uh, pretty global.
1: Powerade. It touched a
0: lot of different... Sorry, Powerade, excuse me. Um, so that that campaign was huge. And um, the fact that you were on that, that was your first one. I mean, that's big right there. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it was very unexpected, too. Like, I don't even remember the dude's name from Grimm. He was just like, I want you for a photo shoot. And just sent me an email with the date, time, and place. And I've never seen that dude again. But it set mm-hmm. me on a path, you know, for modeling and doing a little bit of acting work here and there.
0: So... Let's talk about the acting piece first, since that was like your your starting point. What made you want to become an extra? Like, was that just like a spur of the moment type thing? Or was that that something that was on your mind for quite some time?
1: You know, we grew up uh, doing plays, you know, in church. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. So I've always been curious about acting. Like, we've been doing plays since we were, you know, seven, eight years old, possibly even younger. So I've always uh, had the acting bug on me, and I've always wanted to see what I can do in the acting world, you know? And I just got hooked up with being an extra on Grimm, and it just went from there. Now, doing work with Shrill, you know, supposed to be filmer for that. So uh, it's it's really been good. God blesses, you know?
0: Absolutely. Um, so do you prefer, well, I guess if you had a choice, would you prefer doing movies or doing TV shows? Not uh, being an extra, but being like actually on the cast.
1: It, it doesn't matter. You know, I'll do a TV show, I'll do a film. You know, I'm not picky. You know, as long as I make some money off of it, you know, and then my heart is in it, I'll do it. Definitely.
0: Is there a movie genre you would turn down? No, a, no, like No matter how big that role is?
1: Nah, you know, because I'm I'm up for a challenge, you know, actors, they they can transform their body, they can be really skinny, you know, in a movie, and then a couple movies later they can be really big, you know, like uh, the transformation that you see that some actors put their bodies through, you know, and I want to be that top guy one day, so I feel like I can be up for any challenge.
0: Yeah, um, transformations are very important. I remember uh, 50 Cent did a movie, you know how big 50 Cent is, but... He got super, super skinny for that movie. Uh Tom Hardy, you know, he's not like a, a small guy, but he played exactly. Bane and Bane was a was a big dude. And um <laughs> also I I'm forgetting the guy's name that did the Joker, but you know
1: Phoenix. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He he had an amazing role in that and his body was like super, super skinny now. So yeah, I mean exactly. if we're dedicated to that role, I, I, by all means I definitely respect that. Now, you're doing some extra work uh, you start doing modeling um do you prefer the runway style modeling, or like you want to be in front of the camera actually taking a picture?
1: You know, um I'm not a runway model uh being a part of Portland Fashion Week walking on the runway was great. It was a good experience, but uh, I'm not a runway model, you know, I'd rather do like editorial photo shoots stand there and pose you know or commercial work or something like that you know runway modeling was good like i said it was a great experience but i don't think it's it's for me Mm -hmm. so uh i'd prefer the uh acting or editorial photo shoots or commercials and stuff like that
0: if you had to choose one um making movies slash tv shows or being like an editorial model which would you choose
1: that's a hard one, you know, because I feel like I feel like both acting and modeling is my passion, you know. And if I had to do one or the other, you know, maybe maybe acting by like a slight edge, you know, but modeling is a very close, right behind second, you know, right to the next to acting.
0: Now, you you did touch on the um, the Portland Fashion Week before that you did the Portland Film Festival you were a model for that how did that um, how did that photo shoot come about how did they find you
1: so yeah they just uh, found me through an agency that I worked with and uh, they hit up that agency and uh, they said hey do you want to do this photo shoot and I said yeah you know and and I did it so it yeah, nothing much. Just went through an agency that I worked with.
0: Totally. Now you also um did a few campaigns with one of the most popular brands in Portland, which is Portland Gear. Talk about that process and working with them.
1: Oh yeah. Shout out to Portland Gear, man. Shout out Zach. Shout out Marcus, Sean, all those people. They're they're really good people. They've treated me very nice. You know, I feel like I'm welcome in the Portland Gear family. But uh yeah, doing like little uh Commercial ads for them or campaign ads for them. You know, they wanted somebody to model for it and I can be their guy and they wanted me and I just jumped on board and I just did it. It was a fun time. I had a great experience with that. It was uh one of their first campaigns that they put together. You know, they're a really progressive brand and they really go after it, you know, and I like their style. So I was down with it.
0: Totally. You've done um, how many photo shoots with them?
1: I've done a couple, two.
0: That's nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is just the beginning of your um your modeling career. It seems like that is taking off a little bit more than the acting portion. Are there thoughts or plans of like just going all in on uh being a a model? Yeah,
1: you know, that's what I'm doing right now. All in, you know, all chips on the table. You know, just go for it. See what happens. You only live once. No regrets in life. Just keep for it totally you not treat this life like you can not get to live again so you just got to keep going after it absolutely totally
0: now when you are modeling um, or acting who are you getting inspiration from do you like follow any particular actors or models closely to see how they do certain things and how they move a certain way
1: yeah uh you know taking acting classes that's helped but uh James Franco is an actor that I follow, you know, all of his movies, like his acting style. You know, he has acting classes and all that. He's a very methodical actor, and he's my favorite actor, James Franco. So I get inspiration from watching one of his movies, you know, going to a photo shoot, listening to some music to get me pumped up or something like that. And there's models that I follow, you know, on Instagram, you know, check out their work and see what they've been doing and get inspiration from that. And just continue, you know, it can be it can be somebody that's famous or somebody that's not famous. It doesn't really matter. My inspiration comes from, you know, different places. It can come from a movie, come from music it could come from what I see on the street. Just anything I get inspired by. Totally.
0: Now, outside of the modeling world, any inspirations, Um, family, friends?
1: Of course, you know, you guys inspire me, you know. Uh, you, Lauren, you know, moms, that, all you guys, you know, whole family inspires me, so all you guys all the time,
0: absolutely, <laughs> totally understand that, um absolutely, so, what's next for you, like where do you see yourself in in three to five years?
1: You know, I don't know, I don't know, just day by day, I just keep pushing day by day, I try not to look too much into the future, especially three to five years into the future. So I, I don't know. Just That's keep fair. Totally. And, you know, see what happens. Absolutely.
0: Now, I started a recent, um, you know, closing segment, which is called Mackie's Motivation. Do you have any motivational words, words for people out there that want to be a model or people that just need inspiration?
1: Oh, you just got to go after it. You know, you can't let a other people judge you, you know, somebody's always going to try and knock you off your horse or talk down about what you want to do but you can't let that affect you, you just got to go about it, you know, people talk crap about me modeling and acting, you know, you can't model, you can't act, you know, and and look at what I'm doing, you know, so you just got to go after it, you can't worry about what other people say.
0: That's real, it's funny, because I remember you told me that, you know, know, something very similar that that people, you know, would would kind of like say slight things here and there, but Sometimes those same people are jealous that you're in a position and they're not in that position. So uh, when you say just keep it moving, keep it going, that that speaks volumes. Absolutely, yeah.
1: and anybody would uh would want to be you know where somebody else is at, and they just talk down on them. So you just gotta you just gotta worry about yourself and just keep it.
0: And absolutely, and even on top of that, it's like you don't people don't know what it took for you to get to where you are. So um, exactly. you know, your story is um to. is definitely crazy there. So. Uh, we'll save that for another time, though. Um, but yeah, yeah man, cool. just just keep going. Um, from a brother, t- from a fan's perspective, man, just keep going because the pictures are looking awesome. Uh, the roles you're doing look good. So, man, just keep it up. Seriously.
1: Thank you. I I really appreciate that. Seriously, thanks.
0: Of course. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for taking a trip through the mind of Mackie I appreciate it, everybody. Thanks.